cafe. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Look at this. Mike's Daily Podcast. Mike's Daily Podcast is what this is. It is FF episode 2691. Welcome to Cafe Anyway. Mike's Daily Podcast. Somewhere in Podcastro Valley. I didn't go into a bowling alley no i just decided that i would not do a show on sunday though though i wanted to but oh i was hanging out with some friends which you need to Mike's daily podcast you need to do that you need to get out and socialize with those Mike's cool people daily in your life Don't socialize Don't socialize With the bad ones But with the good ones So I have this to tell you About today If you are listening to this On the 17th Let's see Yes it is Oh If If you are listening to this On the 17th It is Black Poetry Day so celebrate the likes of Maya Angelou and others. It is National Pasta Day, or as some people call it, Poster. I love a good pasta, but seriously, it does not love me back. And I end up a little bit rounder than I want to be. And my waist, the inches around my waist increases. And when I go to the yearly checkup and they measure me I'm like no no it's again added another inch no I don't want to pinch more than an inch actually that's probably not a very safe way of determining your weight pinching more than an inch first off it hurts to get pinched but also uh, what if you're just grabbing some extra skin maybe you're not grabbing fat And it's National Edge Day. So what is that? And here's today's podcast picture. Hey, look at this. It's Martinez. The town of Martinez. I was there a couple weeks back. Went to Benicia, Martinez. Walked around this beautiful area here. This big park that's right by the bay. And got this cool picture. See it at mikesdailypodcast.com. Because I pay for that website. And I put all my pictures on it in past podcasts, and it's great. This day is to promote a movement of youth refraining from using alcohol, tobacco, and recreational drugs. The late great Basil the Boxer, he also went to Martinez. We walked around there. Oh, there was a really bizarre thing that happened. I remember. So my ex-wife... Her parents Shortly before we got divorced They got divorced Yeah I know Copycat much But they got divorced And I'm walking around Martinez And I see my ex-father-in-law At a Starbucks And I go to say hi But he doesn't even see me He sees this woman That's not his wife But they were separated and or I think maybe they were divorced. I I think they were probably divorced. I don't remember. It's way way back. Don't let the facts get in the way of good story. So what 
he come, he goes, hey, oh, wow, nice to meet you, see you. So apparently this was a lady that he had met through the internet or something. And so they start to talk and the lady goes, oh, look at that cute dog pointing at Basil. And I'm standing there. I'm like, let me see how long it takes him to recognize me. Because he obviously knew me. I was his son-in-law. He knew the dog because he helped get Basil. Found him on Craigslist. So the whole reason why I had Basil was because of my ex-father-in-law. And he looks at the dog and goes, oh, yeah, that's a nice dog. And then he starts talking to the lady. And I'm like, I say his name. And he looks and he goes, oh, hey, Mike. Oh, that's Basil. Uh, It was an awkward moment. And I just walked into it. I walk into some bizarre things in my life. But walked into weird stuff. So when I was in college in 1989... I was working for a radio station in Santa Barbara. I will not say their name. And I will not say the name of the person who I was coming in after. The the DJ that was on before me, he worked from 7 to midnight. He was on the air. And this is back in in 1989. Radio was still pretty big. Wasn't as big as the Roaring 50s and the American Graffiti days, but it was still doing really well. And I walk in because I got to do my shift from midnight to six on the overnight from Friday into Saturday. I did that. I remember trying to sleep, but I was going to UCSB, UC Santa Barbara, University of California. And I'm like, and and if you listen to the last podcast, which was called Apparatus, FF episode 2690, if you go to the end of the podcast, you will hear bits of me back when I was on the radio at this radio station. So... I come in to do my shift and the guy, the DJ that I come in before who I'm, you know, coming in after he's, uh, he's freaking out. He's going crazy. He's like, don't answer the phones. Don't answer the phones. And I say, wait, what, what's going on? He goes, I did something. I didn't, I did something wrong. He seemed very, uh, very, Panicked And apparently This is what happened I'm going to read down to you Wikipedia This is from this radio station's website Or um, You know the, the call letters for this radio station Let's see It says here Ah okay On October 27th Hachi Machi 1989 And it's funny because it mentions about A bunch of a bunch of other things about this radio station, like when it was a different call letters and who bought it, etc., and when it changed different formats later on. But here it goes. It, it, it's this is one of the stories that pop out that were noted on Wikipedia. And as we go outside a cafe anyway, where we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcastro Valley Cafe anyway. Anyway, the last place on earth. I will tell you that there is a footnote. You know how on Wikipedia has little footnotes? This sentence has a footnote, but when I click on it, it takes me nowhere. So all I can tell you is that this very much reflected what I walked in on that night in 1989. So it says, on October 27th, 1989, Geffen Records sued Pinnacle for copyright infringement 
over an unauthorized broadcast of the White Snake album Slip of the Tongue on this radio station prior to its release. The incident in question occurred on the evening of October 20th when the station's disc jockey encouraged listeners to get ready to record the broadcast then played the album in its entirety. According to the general manager, an anonymous source mailed the station an advanced copy of the album and the acting program director was unaware of the issues that may arise from playing it early. Geffen sought more than $500,000 in punitive damages. The album was released uh, less than a month later on November 7th. Mike's Matthewsman Park. The front panel will close automatically. Please remain seated at all times. <laughs> the bargain bin basement, uh, bargain rack, and people forgotten. And now we return you to our regularly scheduled program with Mike Matthews. So I remember walking in after all this happened and the DJ saying, don't answer the phone, don't answer the phone. And I think I did answer the phone and heard it someone very angry, maybe with a New York accident. I vaguely remember all this. And well, needless to say, that DJ was fired. And I think there was a bunch of, there was, a, I think he had to show up to a court appearance and a bunch of other things happened. But he, this DJ, did redeem himself later on. He got into video. He was a cameraman and he won many awards for his news coverage. He went and Covered, covered all kinds of uh, events, historical events all over the world. So, yes, maybe not so much in radio, but definitely in the television world, he did really well for himself. But it's just so weird to find a story that I remember vividly right there on Wikipedia. <laughs> so, years later, a radio station company that I worked for bought that station and change the formats, but... Mike's out of left field recordings. Recording everything. Captures actions that will never again be repeated. And the source that said that they mailed in the... I, I heard it was a cassette that that, that album was on. So playing a cassette live on the air, I don't even know how you did that because I don't remember us having a cassette player wired into the board to transmit anything like that, but he somehow managed to do I had heard that it was someone that the DJ met at a cafeteria, possibly. At school, he was going to college and met someone that gave so I don't know. Beware of people that give you things And beware of things That you think They're going to promote you That Really check it out Because that ended up Promoting Promoting him in the opposite direction <laughs> Demoting him So many who follow the movement Of the straight edge movement Also abstain from Unhealthy food choices And Pleasurable things. The day also encourages the support of those who chose to live the straight edge lifestyle, abstaining from tobacco, alcohol, recreational drugs, 
It's not an indication someone is dull. It says here on the nationaldaycalendar.com website, many who live on the edge do so without these chemical enhancements. Some may travel and explore the world. They may be thrill seekers or collectors of knowledge. Perhaps they absorb languages and music instead. Ginormous. In 1999, the Straight Edge Movement launched this National Day with an event held in Boston, Massachusetts under the name of Edge Fest. Straight Edge is a subculture and subgenre of hardcore punk whose adherents refrain from using alcohol, tobacco, and other recreational drugs. The movement adopted the term from the song Straight Edge. By Minor Threat The 1980s hardcore punk band I don't remember anybody ever playing that album Or their albums on the air without their permission The Marco Minute The Marco Minute Alcohol the, the question here it asks is Does alcohol relieve stress? Many people use the term Take the edge off When referring to a drink Having a drink rather To relieve stress We love you Mike While one drink may relax you Alcohol also has other side effects It can disrupt sleep Interacts with medications Impairs judgment Try relieving stress with meditation Getting more rest Reducing your caffeine intake That's a big one And exercise Exercise, exercise Or learn something cool like uh, How to make music Listen to music Sing a song, play an instrument That kind of thing is also good For trying to uh, You know Live a cleaner lifestyle the word of dog. I find going for a walk We had National Walk to a Park Day October 10th Walking helps relieve a lot of stress I go for a walk And it just all dissipates And if you're curious what the 18th is It's International Leggings Day Do you like leggings? <laughs> Apparently leggings are a thing so much that it's become a national day And it's also no beard day Which that ain't gonna happen for me, folks I am going to keep my beard Outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley Look who's here Hi, Mark! It's Benita the Rodeo Queen Hi, <laughs> guys! And to player tell you what What? That was a fascinating story Did David Coverdale tell you that story? Oh, the lead singer of White Snake? No. No, it's something it's something that nobody cares about anymore. It's gone long into the history books, but apparently made its way to Wikipedia. Which here's what that tells me too. You know, I tell you I'll I'll read you something from Wikipedia and I'll say, and that's what we that's a that's according to what we hear from Wikipedia, not necessarily the facts. That's not the fact, just the facts, ma'am. That, that's the Wikipedia, ma'am. So it could be slightly bent. And the only thing that I can say is that story that I told you from what I saw was true. Except for the fact that I think maybe, maybe that cassette was uh, not mailed, but found at a 
cafeteria. That's only that's a very slight bit that isn't true or may not be true. But there you go. For the most part, it seems Wikipedia. And because Wikipedia has got to have these backup, these uh, verifications along the way, these footnotes. Look who else is here. Oh, Mike, I made the delicious root beer. Have some right now. Mmm. Oh, my gosh. Has that got pumpkin in it? Yeah, it got pumpkin. Oh, drink it right now. <clears throat> I drank it. And it was quite good. Mmm. Thank you. All right, another interesting things here along the way, because I know you're like, my, I want interesting stuff. Give me the intro. In- oh, really? Do you know that if I'm recording this on the 16th, it's National Clean Your Virtual Desktop Day. And it's Global Cat Day. Oh, and World Food Day. And National Bosses Day. I'm a boss. Nobody... Brought that to my attention Hey Mike Happy boss day Nope Nothing like that But apparently that's what the 16th is But you're probably listening to this far off in the future And it doesn't matter anymore Hey So here's some other interesting stuff That is true You will travel into the incredible universe (laughs) Because I have verified it Okay maybe not I don't know It could be true There's a good chance of it being Absolutely true or not. We'll see. Okay. So it is the. Uh, oh, you know what? I had a couple of downloads of this podcast recently. Woo! Now I, I'm on all kinds of different platforms. So it's hard to see exactly what my listenership is. I haven't. On all these platforms I can add up the numbers obviously I will tell you it's nowhere near Like the thousands and thousands That Joe Rogan has Or any of the shows from NPR Or ESPN Or any of that But it, you know there's, there's some people listening So that's good That's all I can ask for Is that people listen And if you do want to call me You can at 510-228-4640 just uh, whatever you say may be included on the segment emails from email and your calm and not so comments. So just remember that if you are going to uh, give me a call. But I would sure love to hear from you. And we uh, are an interactive show, an interactive podcast, though this was recorded in the past. And somebody wants to talk to me about my podcast. I got this guy named Facundo. He says, and, and tell me if this sounds to you like it might be one of those mass emails that just blankets, sends it out to anybody. I know that's probably what it is. It was just sent out to a bunch of people because it doesn't say my name. Although it's very easy to send out an email blast to people and have it so that their name is mentioned in the first line. So... It does not say, hey, Mike. It just says, hey. And then there's like a tiny space and an exclamation point. So something got messed up along the way. It says, we listened to your podcast yesterday and loved it. Congratulations on your work. Okay. Slightly insincere. We wanted to make you a proposal. We are the Podmaker, an agency dedicated to the development of podcasts worldwide. We aim to collaborate with projects 
that create excellent content like yours and want to improve their positioning. Currently, we operate in Mexico, Spain, the USA, and Argentina, where we have our publishing studio and offices. While listening to podcasts from around the world, we came across yours. The Fascinating Material Project. And right now I'm smelling somebody who is vaping marijuana somewhere. Hey, don't you know it's National Edge Day? You're not supposed to do that? Dang it. Go away. Or maybe that's a skunk. And then I heard the the softy, Mr. Softy guy go by again. There is a Mr. Softy truck that's been driving around and around all day. And that should not be allowed. If you are in my neighborhood playing that dang song, you are allowed to play that for only about 10 minutes. And then you got to turn off that stupid sound thing. Oh, but Mike, then nobody will know they're there and they won't go out and run and get the ice cream dipped in the chocolate thing with the nuts. No, I don't care. It's still, it's invasive. It's as bad as if someone's car alarm was going off nonstop. It's, it should be, they should have only in my immediate vicinity, they should be allowed 20 minutes and that's it. They got to move on. Instead, they're trying to milk it. But they should know that I'm lactose intolerant and I'm Mr. Softy intolerant. So go away. Anyway, I think this whole pod maker thing is a lie. And that it says, we want to make it clear that this collaboration will come at no cost to you. We hope you share the same interest in meeting us as we do in working with you. Well, you sound nice there, but honestly, I think you're a lie and I'm not going to contact you. Here was the interesting thing I wanted to tell you. Okay, so you heard earlier on this podcast, we talked about how Samsung is trying to make a move to get more teens to use Samsung phones. Apple's iPhone has dominated the smartphone market for teenagers for about a decade. At 87%, the share of teens who own iPhones is at near record levels. They just don't want to get clowned on in the group chat. Teen ownership of iPhones has never been below 80% since early 2018. So for the past five plus years and has been above 60%. For almost 10 years, the percentage of teens who plan to buy AirPods remains at record highs. Apple was the top watch brand for teens from wealthier households. Apple Pay was the favored payment app with 42% of teens using it, almost half within the last month compared to just 27% using Cash App. Spotify is the most popular Music streamer, and you can find this podcast on Spotify. 70% use the platform in the last six months, teenagers. 70%. Chick-fil-A is their favorite restaurant. Are you kidding me? Wow. And they remain closed on Sundays and teenagers don't care. Nike is the top footwear teenagers want. And the top clothing brand as well. And Amazon was their favorite e-commerce site. But really, what other e-commerce site is there? I think Walmart has one somewhere. And all that info came from Rob Black. I produce his podcast, The Rob Black Show. He does a radio show on AM 1220 KDOW in the Bay Area in weekday mornings. And he's on television weekday mornings at 9 a.m. in the 9 a.m. hour. 
on Cron TV. A fine article. Call, 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 call. Instagram leads, though, in monthly usage. Teens spent about four and a half hours per day on social media. Four and a half hours. But YouTube passes Netflix as top video source for teens. Teens did like TikTok, the 38%. And I still get people saying, do you have a TikTok channel? No, I don't. And I don't think anyone would care if I had a t- if I, even if I started one. It would be a lot of work. And I already put a lot of work into this audio portion that does get featured on YouTube and several platforms, but just not interested in TikTok. If TikTok becomes a desktop usable website type service, then I will use that. I will not download it to my phone. I have downloaded similar Chinese apps that ruined my phone and once bitten, twice shy. Teenagers say for the first time they watch more videos on YouTube than Netflix. Teens polled said they spent 30% of their daily video consumption time on Google-owned YouTube. That is beating out Netflix for the first time at 28%. So pretty close. They're just a little one percentage point or so uh, more. On YouTube, the paid streaming business is getting more competitive and highlights YouTube's position as a pre provider of online video. Content on YouTube is improving over time. People are getting smarter. They're using HD quality cameras. They're using those uh, special, uh, what do you call it? Is it a bevel? A be- something like that that holds the camera steady when they're walking around with it or they get a you know tripod or something so they get better quality. I would like it if they use better audio. Some people do not pay extra money for the microphone that the lapel mic that sits on their clothes somewhere close to their mouth. Instead, they use the microphone on the camera that's on the back at the back of the room and then creates all this echo. I find that echo so annoying. And I try to keep the echo down here on Mike's Daily Podcast. Teenagers indicated they were spending less of their time on cable TV, HBO Max, and Hulu. It's interesting. I heard this on Friday from the guy, one of the guys that runs Netflix, that Netflix tried to be HBO. Then it became HBO. So much so, HBO changed their name to Max. And then Max, HBO was like ahead for a little bit. Now Netflix is back ahead. So it's Netflix is really, uh, they're doing good at this moment, even though they lost a lot of subscribers recently. But, oh, and then of course there's Disney Plus who's trying to get their way in with all their streaming and mimicking Netflix and Max. Fans of the Disney Plus series Loki will soon see a price hike. Disney's ad-free plan will cost subscribers $13.99 a month, up $3 from its prior price of $10.99. Ad-supported will remain at $8. It's the second such price hike in less than a year's time. And did you know, too, that security, uh, social security, that is, some of you won't be worried about that for years and years to come, Others like me, oh, it's about 10 years or so away. 
Social Security cost of living adjustment will be 3.2% in 2024, well below this year's record-setting increase of 8.7%. This year, it was increased quite a bit, but next year, not so much. Social Security retirement benefits will increase by more than $50 per month on average next year. And finally, hybrid workers spend an average of $51 a day when they go into the office versus $36 a day on the typical day working from home. They're spending less money. I wonder what that takes into account. Is it Are they printing stuff on their printer? I don't even have a printer at work. When I work from home, there, yeah, there's no printing going on. I'm just doing stuff. I just... Maybe people are watching or spending, maybe using more electricity. They're eating more. I'm not sure. What do you think? You can call me. Here's the number to call me. Call Mike at the Cafe Anyway Hotline. Area code 510-228-4640. And with more ways to reach me, here is a frame. Mike's TV podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.